1: I feel like sometimes a glass of milk just really hits different. You know what I'm saying?
2: No, I hate milk.
1: <laughs> At least you say milk instead of milk. You mean mock?
2: Sorry. <laughs> there's a video. People say melk, but there's this dude that says malk, like chalk.
1: My name's Liv. This is M. M, say hi. No. And we're your meta psychics. We're psychic mediums, twin flames, and what? psychic comedians. I don't know. What did I say? Who is? I think we're tw- twin flames and psychic mediums, right?
2: Wow. Oh. Wow. Really?
1: <laughs> and we, uh, and by we, I mean M has made a ghost hunting team. What did we end
2: up naming our ghost hunting team, by the way? Well, we haven't revealed it yet, and I'm waiting to do it because I'm trying to make merch. So you're not going to know about it yet, and live, don't ruin it. Okay, anyways, so the (laughs) non-named
1: ghost hunting team that's affiliated with Meta Psychics has gone to the Bel Air house. And as Twin flame Psychic Mediums, and whatever else I said before, like three times, we're going to tell you how it went. It was a good time.
2: Yeah, so patreon actually chose this location we reached a patreon goal where i would allow people to choose our next ghost location and you all wanted us to go to the Seesaw. however i don't think the Seesaw is in business for that type of thing right now so instead we went with your number two which was the bel-air house which is interesting to me because i still am not sure how haunted this place is because when we went there it was a little bit weird (laughs) by weird we mean normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh nothing really out of the ordinary happened, which is kind of oh. on par because the uh people that own the place were like this house kind of like has a personality and sometimes it likes to throw shit across the room and sometimes it doesn't, you know. It's got a, a feeling, a personality, a, a choice maybe.
1: <laughs> Interesting. So how would you describe the house when we drove up to it?
2: when we drove up to it I thought yeah. okay it's in a little coal mining town and there was like nothing in it it felt very like quiet like in the the uh, wild wild west one of those weird balls of hay looking stuff would like bounce across and you like knew something was about to, yeah that's that's the word <laughs> but um i could hear whistling going out throughout the city which was interesting but the house itself I don't know, it looks like on par with a haunted house because it looks very old. That house when we went into it didn't feel like there was a lot of energy in it, which was interesting.
1: Yeah, because you would think that a haunt or not a haunted house, but a old house would have lots of energy in it because it's been around for a while. That's usually why I like older things, because they have a feeling to them. And if I like the feeling of them, I'm like hmm, you're coming uh, home with me.
2: <laughs> most places have energy, whether they're old or not, but this place literally just didn't feel like there was energy in it. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yes. Similar mm-hmm. to how Almost it, like a, the
2: town was.
1: Yeah, like an echo chamber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a three-story house, which is super fun, because three-story houses are fun. It came and at an attic. <laughs>
2: I don't know. I don't think an attic is like that, though. I think an attic—that's attic what they is call like- it, though. They call it the oh. attic. I think it's like done up because that's where they used to, I think, keep people for the underground Rail- railroad. So they would hide people up there.
1: do you want to talk about what you talked about on the tour? Because while M was on the tour, I was Jay chilling on the couch in the living room with the normal human souls of the house and just scrolling through Instagram, looking at Basset
2: Hound memes with them. So. <laughs> She should have been talking to the souls and writing things down, but she didn't do that. However, I I went to the souls. No, you weren't. You were on Instagram, Instagram. (laughs) bonding over basset hounds. She had your camera out and was like, Oh my god, there's this weird man standing next to me, that type of thing, you know. So I went on the tour. Liv did not go on the tour because we like to do this thing where. One of us knows some things because we went on the tour versus the other person knows absolutely nothing. So when I went on the tour, they talked about the people that built the house, which I believe the person that was the one who had created the house. I'm not sure if he was the house builder because I'm bad at listening to history and remembering it, but his name was Jacob. And Jacob was one of the people that Liv actually talked to, which we will get into, but He owned the house and he did a lot of coal mining and a few blocks down is where most of his like portal of coal things happened. I'm not entirely sure how to talk about coal mining, but he did that. However, he built the house for, I believe her name is Laid, like L, is it L-A-I-D or is it Lloyd, L-O-I-D. I thought it's L-Y-D-E. I don't know. So is it Lloyd or Laid? I think it's Laid, but L-Y-D-E. Like
1: a Glade yeah, without the was, G-L.
2: She was the lady of the house. And I believe was her husband Edwin? Edwin was her brother. Mm. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because Laid actually died in the house within the like dining room area. And Edwin was her brother, and he was very upset she passed. So it has been said that he did a lot of seances in order to try to contact her. So he was bringing in like other psychics, mediums, that type of thing to help him do seances to contact his past sister, past relatives, that type of thing. And that's why people believe that he created... An amount of portals, because I've heard people say there are 11 portals, 19 portals. I only saw four. (laughs) So I'm not really sure where all of these portals are in the house, according to the people that say there's like 11 to 19. But I saw four of them because when we were on the tour, we went upstairs and he was talking about how the upstairs, and when I say the upstairs, like the attic floor, he was telling us about how they used to hide people from the underground, like railroad. They used to try to hide them to keep them safe. And there's like this little kind of like cubby area with a half-sized door that people would go in and hide in the like crook of the roof. Crawl space. And, yeah. It's just, are they called crawl spaces when they're in the attic too? I think so. Well, that type of place. And while we were up there, he's talking about all of the people that they usually see up there because, like, they had so many people come in and out of the attic space that stayed there for a few days. So I'm feeling like dizzy and sick, and the upstairs feels very stuffy. So I ask him, I'm like, so is there a portal up here? Because I feel. Like, there's a lot of spinning energy up here. And if so, (laughs) where? (laughs) He tells me that there is a portal in this crawl space where they used to hide people. And then there is a portal in the, like, closet-type area behind us. So those are the two that he pointed out to us in the attic area. And what was interesting when we were doing the investigation, that little crawl space, I didn't want to sit With my back towards it because there are scary things coming out of it. Because I perceive it almost like going through the house. So I put the motion sensor music box pointed in the direction of the hole of the crawl space. And it would go off. However, if I turned it towards the side or the wall, it would stop going off. So it makes me feel like the music box was picking up on the energy spinning in that hole. So, that was the attic, and the attic was interesting as well when we were doing the investigation because Liv was like, um, there's these dark things here that say if we turn the light off, bad things will happen. (laughs) Do you still think that? Did I say that in... Oh, I did say that in the the attic. attic. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I walked over to the one corner where there is a window that had, like, a... It was, like, taped shut or something. And I could hear this thing saying, you're going to fall through the floor. You're going to fall through the floor. You're going to fall through the window. So I told you about that. And you were, like, telling me about a little boy that may have fallen out of that window.
1: Yeah. Well, I asked if someone had fallen off of the roof or something. Mm -hmm. I remember. The portals are different in the attic because one of them is just a normal portal where, like, souls step through. It's, like, a transient space.
2: Although the the one that
1: you're scared of. I was in the closet and it stands upright. The other yeah. one was in the crawl space and it goes vertical against the floor. That's the one where the weird things come out of. Mm-hmm. That's why I was telling you to keep the light on because if you keep the light on, the things can't be drawn towards you. Like they can't come out from the shadows. Yeah.
2: Because were weren't you scared? So I was like more scared of the attic than the basement. Was that true? Yeah, I think that's why I went down in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Lame. Should have gone upstairs. There was. It was interesting up there because I did the SS method with uh, Russell as we split off into groups. And when I was sitting there, it was like almost e- like elevators of people coming in. So there would be a family of like three or four people that I didn't recognize. And they would start talking about things and telling Russell to say things. And then I would start asking questions and it was like whoop. They were gone, and then there was, like, a lull where there was no one there, and then another stream of people from a different timeline would come in and start talking, and that would just keep happening, so it was really hard to talk to things up there, because it was, like, we had a few seconds before they, like, moved to a different space. Yeah. It's like talking to people in a moving elevator.
1: Yeah, that's how it was at the Twin City Opera House.
2: Well, in certain locations, but, like, the souls that are generally there are the ones that we were talking to at the opera house. The people that went to see the shows were different. So that's how the upstairs kind of is, or the attic. We moved down to the second floor, and the second floor had all of the like bedroom spaces, and the tour guide was explaining how people that stayed in the Bel Air house A lot of times they refuse to sleep upstairs because that's where more of the activity happens. So they sleep downstairs in the like living area space. So there are a couple different rooms. The first one that he took us to was Edwin's room. And he starts talking about how Edwin's room is like dark, heavy. People go in there and they feel sadness, anger, that type of thing. And while he's telling me all these things about it being dark, I was like, it's because there's a portal going through it. So I was about to ask him when he was done talking, like, is the portal that's upstairs in the attic going through this room? Like, is this the same spot as the attic upstairs where the portal is? And he was like, yeah. And the reason why we think, like, it's so dark in here is because the portal is right above this room. And I was like, you're welcome. So I feel like they associate it to Edwin himself. They think that he had a lot of darkness associated to him because he was so sad that he lost his sister. And that's why there are portals near his bedroom. But as a psychic medium, I feel like it's not because of him. I feel like it's because of the people that they hid up there. They were worried, like so nervous about being found by people that wanted to harm them that they created this sort of dark spinny hole up in that crawl space is that what you think too live
1: yeah because specifically with that house it's whatever your fears are that manifest so when i was in the basement that's what was manifesting
2: well we haven't gotten to the basement yet what i'm asking you is how the portal upstairs happened
1: Yeah, well, the the portal in the basement, I think, is similar to the one that's upstairs. It still has the fear of people. Oh, it's the same sort of energy of
2: I'm scared of these unknown things. But you think it's caused by the people that stayed upstairs versus Edwin is what I'm asking you.
1: Yes, 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 exactly. And I think it's I think it's people think
2: Edwin opened the portals in the house. But I don't think that at all. I don't think he opened portals.
1: No, I don't think so either. And people also need to understand that when Edwin was around or alive, it was during the spiritualist movement. So to hold yeah. quote-unquote seances and try to communicate with the dead was normal. It wasn't a yeah. bad, scary thing.
2: But people think that that is those scary movies of Ouija where when you use a Ouija board or do a seance, you're always talking to a demon. But that's not. Yeah, He was talking to his sister.
1: <laughs> and that has so. to go along with Satanic panic things.
2: Just <laughs> so, regardless, really, this is the room that most people feel the most uncomfortable in, or as of the bedrooms, specifically. And what's interesting is they put a rosary above the door. And while he's talking, I have my back to that. And he starts telling me about the fact that there's a rosary above the door that used to swing back and forth. I just in a swinging back and forth. And I turn around and look at this thing and I was like, holy shit, that thing's not good. That thing should not be there. I don't know why they have it there. They need to take it down. It's bad. And Liv later during her walkthrough comes through. She turns around, looks at it and is like, why is that thing there? That thing hisses. And I was like, I was just telling Russell the same thing. <laughs> it literally sounds like when you put hot metal in a cold pail of water, it hisses. Well, what's interesting is Liv was saying that it's on the wrong side of the door. It keeps things in, not out. Is that what yeah, you Yeah, saying? I forgot. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because I was, you were talking, I don't know, we were talking
1: about something with someone about like, things to keep things safe or whatever
2: yeah because i was telling you I was that like, people put crosses over the doors to keep things safe to keep things out
1: yeah but they have it on the inside of the door which would keep yeah. things in not out
2: yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> those are the little things that when wrong you try side. to do
1: like, witchy stuff that if you do it well, wrong it could not be good
2: technically they wouldn't have seen it as witchy They see it as religious, but it is same, same, but different because a lot of religious practices have witch-inspired rituals. But, you know, that one was interesting (laughs) because we did a reaction video, which you guys, I believe, have gotten this far. We did a reaction video to Sam and Colby. And they went into Edwin's room and they had activity and it was interesting because Liv was like, they're talking to the dark thing that's associated to that rosary because it has the same hissing energy. Mm-hmm. So, really freaky. <laughs> we went to the next room, which was, okay, how do you say her name? Laid? It's either lied or Laid. She had the master. That was the nicest room in the house, but... The tour guide said that people have had activity in there that was quite scary. They said that the entire room shook and there was no way that it was the freeway that was across the street. It was very much like the entire house shook violently type of thing. So people have had activity in there, but for me as a psychic medium, it was the nicest room in the house. It was very, very nice, feminine, calm. Does Ohio get earthquakes? he didn't say anything about that don't you think that the okay don't you think that if they told the tour guide that that he would have experienced the same seismic activity
1: i don't know one time when i was little there was a earthquake that happened in elementary school and like a whole bunch of people felt it but i was like what i didn't even feel it what are you talking about i thought it was just indigestion
2: well We did a video or we did a podcast on Poltergeist and that was one of the explanations for it. But I don't think that it was an earthquake because usually when earthquakes happen, there is record of it happening. So it is like news type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the guy would know there was an earthquake or at least figure it out at some point. But I don't know. So that's that room. The last room on the second floor that he talked to us about was the doll room people call it the doll room because it's filled with a whole bunch of like children's toys and when we walked in there i see this little girl that looks like she's three or four and she has blonde hair and i was confused because all of the other spirits i was seeing were brunettes and they like did not look like this girl at all so i was like i don't know who this is so this man starts talking about he says this is emily's room and we perceive this little girl. She is blonde. She looks like she's about three or four years old. And she has an interesting story because she is not a part of this family. One day when I was in here with Kristen, which is her, his wife, I was perceiving this like laughing, giggling of this little girl that was running away. So I go to Kristen and immediately ask her, like, do you see a, a little girl? Like, why is there a little girl here? I've never seen a little girl here before. And she explained to him that the little girl may have been associated to a drowning that was in the area. And she found this Bel Air house and now is residing here. However, he also says that there's a lot of speculation that this... Little girl spirit is actually a dark entity because a lot of times people will associate dark entities to innocent things like children because they believe that dark entities will use the image of a child to get someone's trust to allow them to come in more. And he's telling me this story and I'm like, this is really weird because I literally see this little girl that's blonde and she is telling me, that she's a little girl. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that this is a little girl. So she starts showing me what he's talking about in associations to this dark entity that looks like her. She's like, people think that I'm scary because I'm like a child spirit and people have that association that children's spirits a lot of times are used as a bait for dark entities. So they almost like manifested the idea... ...of the scary thing that looks like me... ...that does what they say it does. So, you're seeing me because you're not scared... ...and you don't know the stories... ...but this is what other people see. And it was like a dark, scary version of her. Yeah.
1: The little girl is like the thing that freaked me out the most... ...because she used the cartoon personification of Boo... ...from Monsters, Inc. to portray herself... She talked about this dark thing that stands in the corner of what they now call her room at a closet. And I didn't necessarily see the dark thing itself. She just explained it to me. And she's like, this is what the people see. And I try to tell them, that's not me. They don't listen to me because they think I'm scary. And then she kept showing me this scary old man that looks like he comes off of like a train, kind of. Mm -hmm. And I had just watched this movie a week or two before we went to the Bel Air house, but had me watch the show Dennis the menace the movie mm-hmm. have you seen it no oh <laughs> well, it's this little boy named Dennis who's a menace and he ends up saving mm-hmm. his town from this guy who gets off a train he's like a vagabond I guess and he steals people's things and this vagabond is gonna take this little boy it's as like a hostage basically but the little kid has zero perception of danger at all and he's really good at making everything go wrong Spoiler alert if you haven't seen this movie, I guess, Um, but he ends up hurting the vagabond that's trying to steal him as a hostage so badly that they end up just catching him anyways. But this little girl showed me this sort of scene from the movie or used this information from the movie to convey the fact that I think what happened was she was stolen, bad things Mm -hmm. happened to her, and then someone covered up their bad things by drowning her that yeah. she stays in the house because the people that are there and around it are nice like the yeah. souls in the house.
2: And it's interesting that she uses the idea of Boo because I also see her like Boo, like she has little pigtails and she she looks like a blonde version of Boo from Monsters Inc. But it's interesting because she tells people not to be afraid of the dark thing that comes out of the closet. So if you know anything about Monsters Inc, Monsters Inc There is this world where monsters exist, and they get energy from people's scaredness by going through their closet and scaring little children. But Boo, in the movie, was the one kid that wasn't scared of the monster in her closet and made friends with it. So she's in the house to help people not be scared of the dark thing that looks like her. Exactly. I thought
1: that was pretty cute.
2: She's adorable. (laughs) And she's also a child because in Sam and Colby's video, they think that she's like a demonic being as well, which they're not oh. wrong, but they're not entirely right either.
1: <laughs> well, in the and in the video, too, they were only talking to the dark thing that's yeah. in
2: Emily's room. Yeah. Well, if you ask only. to talk to the weird demonic thing, it's going to talk yeah. to you. It likes that. Feels special. Well, it followed <laughs> them, weird, though, because it followed them all the way upstairs into the attic, too. I feel like that's a different
1: thing. You think? I saw it on the stairs, and it was, like, peeking through the stair hole. How there's, yeah. like, that little landing to the corner on the left. Although, yeah. I just saw, like, its arm reaching through, and I was like, that's yeah, not okay! Yeah, I thought okay. you were talking
2: about something else. Because I feel like the thing that's associated to Emily stays in Emily's room. Because when they were mm. upstairs, the thing looked taller and pointier. Whereas the thing, the thing in upstairs? Emily's room... Yeah, the thing in Emily's room is, like looks like a little girl demon (laughs) oh i see it as a big tall thing Mm. that's because i'm not scared by a little girl so well she's just she has bare feet and she's running down a hallway she's just associating it to what people think they are seeing but Mm. i thought it was a different entity that was on the stairs that they were talking to in the attic Mm. i feel like i want to know what you spirits they were talking to the one in the rosary when they were in edwin's room and this is sam and colby by the way they were talking to the thing that looked like emily that is associated to the story of demonic children things and then they were talking to something on the stairs that had more of a forward masculine energy whereas the emily demon thing it more like clicks interesting yeah the thing upstairs in the attic is like more solid Hmm. Yeah, because I feel the
1: solidness, too. I just figured it was the thing from Emily's room that followed them up there. No. That's
2: why the attic is scary. Oh, is there a portal on the stairs? Sorry, I got a flash of something on the stairs. I think you're talking to the things on the stairs. Maybe. Because I was like, where did it come from? Because when you come out of the portal on the other side of the room, and it's like people are afraid of the stairs. So, I don't know. Could be wrong. I don't know. So, moving down, we went down to the basement because the uh, main floor was pretty, pretty solid. There was, like, a seance room, which was, like, their dining room where Edward supposedly did all of the, like, seance stuff, but when we went down into the basement, the basement is not a cool place, and it's interesting because the the basement has, like, a couple different portal-looking things, so... When we went down there, the guide was explaining that there were a portal in, like, each corner. So there was one back in the right corner, and then there was one over by the HVAC system. And it was interesting, because I don't know what he was talking about, because I was seeing this, like, dark entity stand behind us that came out of one of the portals. So Interesting. The basement is uh, not cool. One of the things that he told us about the basement is that it was the reason why they wouldn't let people go there alone is because the energy is a lot and they don't want people to not be safe being there. But they have like little books that you can write different activity that you experience in the house. And the book in the basement, they drew different demon faces that they saw down there but with the basement when I brought Liv down there a she was talking to some lovely woman she was like do you see this woman like this old woman sitting in this really disgustingly old chair and I was like um yeah but that's not a woman because I see what you're seeing but she also looks like charcoal and she's about to like fall apart (laughs) that's not a woman
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it was, like, a scary-ass lounge chair from yeah, at least half a century ago.
2: Yeah, it was a really, really old-looking chair that she was, like, laying in, sitting in. And she was telling Liv all of her sweet nothings you want to share with the class. Yeah, she just gave me this very, like
1: domineering sort of I know everything type of persona. So I was like, oh, you know everything? Let me talk to you. And then I was like, I don't know. Do you see this? And you're like, don't talk to it. It's not okay. No, you're like, do you see "Hmm." this old woman? I was like, Liv, that's not a woman. (laughs) It's not a woman. (laughs) It was freaky in the first place because I was like, why are you sitting like that? That's not how a lady of your age and caliber should be sitting in a basement in a lawn chair. So you saw them as an actual woman? Yeah, but she looked like greenish. (laughs) <laughs>
2: okay, Which is why I was like, I'm confused, M. Yeah, no, I saw her literally like black, like she was made out of charcoal. And when she talked, pieces fell off of her mouth. Gross. Mm-hmm. That's I why I was like, that's not a woman at all. <laughs> Goodness gracious. But we turned yeah. all the lights off in the place. And when I turned the lights off, I don't think it was her. Maybe it was, but someone was cheering. <laughs> They were clapping like, yes, finally, things can start we happening. We turned off the lights? Yeah, that's what you told me, that someone started clapping. I do not remember that. <laughs>
1: Good. <laughs> that's a fun time. I remember being a jerk and reading out the things in the books, but I don't remember yeah, the clapping. Awesome. I also, also remember the uh, sound that I heard someone and they were like, here they come or something. Someone's coming. I heard someone over oh, in the we corner. we walked
2: downstairs. And you said that. Yeah. I heard like a girl. In our reaction video. You said that during our reaction video. Not when we were actually doing things. So It was up for a
1: long time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We got to the investigation part and it was weird because we're we okay, we haven't been doing this a long time. But we're pretty used to putting out equipment and getting some sort of feedback from spirits almost immediately. So, we'll put out a flashlight, a cat ball, a rem pod, and we'll be like, "Yo, what's up?" And they'll be like, "Turn the flashlight on. How's it going?" And because we're psychic mediums, we also have the ability to like perceive them in the room. But when we were doing this, we had almost no activity, literally nothing. We like tried a whole bunch of different things that we don't normally do, like we separated. And I'm like sitting there with Russell and I was like, I feel like I'm just talking into the void. And it's weird because that's probably like what people that that aren't mediums feel like. But like I can tell when I'm talking to a soul because I can feel their presence in front of me. It was just nothing like the house, like I said earlier, feels hollow. So it was really hard for human souls to communicate with us because there was very little energy in the house so so the only continue so when we did get activity someone also always would make a comment of did it get colder in here because the only way in which human souls were able to communicate with us was by taking the heat out of the air because we had to turn the heater on and there was a point in which we turned the heater off so that you guys could hear us better and we got even less activity boo buddy is it cold in here he, he said that in uh, Emily's room, but nothing really happened. Other than the fact that, like, that one guy walked up the stairs and we heard, like, a creaking sound. And then the uh, flashlight literally started going on and off, on and off, on and off, which was weird.
1: Was I in there when that happened? Yeah, we were all in there. Wait. Isn't it when the man stepped in front of the door?
2: Yeah, because I was sitting yeah, next yeah, to I... the door because I was like, nothing's happening. I'm going to start touching these toys and maybe Emily will start talking to us. I just perceived this, like, older dude. Which I have no idea who he is now that I'm thinking about it, because I don't think he was Edwin or Jacob. Walked through the house. He like looked into the room at what we were doing and then like disappeared. Did
1: you see him as being like tall, like maybe five eleven, six foot tall, and he was like a medium build in his mm-hmm. late sixties with like yep. white hair, a white beard. He was wearing a black and white older style suit with like a red low looking tie
2: yeah
1: okay just so that you saw the same thing too because he like put his hand on the edge of the door looked in was like oh kids are doing things okay bye
2: why do you turn the flashlight on and off really fast i don't think well, he did it on purpose it i
1: think it was his energy field oh got you which is why it was a staticky sort of response not a calculated one like when we asked them to turn it on and off it just reacted to the electricity
2: is he associated to the town i think so Sorry, because I was like, where did you come from? And he shows me that he's not walking on a timeline. He's like walking on our timeline. But he sees it Mm. like the coal mining town that he once was a part of.
1: Maybe that's what the earthquake was that those paranormal investigators felt or not Mm. earthquake, but the house shaking was the coal mine exploding
2: makes sense
1: because remember they said it was like hellfire for days because yeah. they literally lit a coal mine on fire on accident yeah. and you that's what happens when you light coal on fire oh. it burns <laughs> yeah
2: that makes sense because the land would remember that
1: mm-hmm. so if um, it was a residual thing that they were happening they should have looked at the date of when it happened if it was the same date
2: yeah i don't know this man is really weird because it's like He's, like, telling me he, like, doesn't need a portal to go through things. He's just, like, flipping through timelines, which is why he was there and then disappeared and why everything was staticky, because he was figuring out where he wanted to be.
0: Which is interesting. I've
2: never had a soul tell me that before. Yeah, he's very flippant about the way he expresses that, too, so. What does that mean?
1: (laughs) He doesn't really care. It's not, like, anything big or hard-hitting to him.
2: Yeah. Well, that's just how he is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. If someone yeah. walked into his office and was like, Henny Penny, the sky is falling. He's like, Well, then get an umbrella.
2: Yeah. So, <laughs> the other activity that we had with just using like our equipment, we split up. And like I said, me and Russell went upstairs, and that's where like the elevator of souls were happening. But Janelle and Liv went into the kitchen. Where did you go first? I think mm-hmm.
1: we went back into Emily's room. No, we went to Lyde's room. Oh, yeah. And Lai didn't talk very much. The cat ball went, okay, so <laughs> in Lai's room with uh, Janelle, mm-hmm. and th- the only time we got the flashlight or the cat balls to go off is when I was inconsiderately sitting on the edge of the woodwork on the bed. So it was, <laughs> was you? Like, do, yeah, well, she was like, do not, it wasn't me moving them. Uh-uh. She was just annoyed that I was sitting like
2: a gypsy on her bed. Yeah. <laughs> like you- I like how like you can't- tell you that a lot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Because I sit like an asshole on things, I like to perch, yeah. not
2: sit like a normal human like to being. Put in your, any your toes on things, yeah, I do. I you like take up to sit- a lot of space, as like I tell you a lot. <laughs> That's the only time the cat balls or shows.
1: the flashlights went off is because they were upset that I was sitting on the furniture it's in an you. inconsiderate
2: way. Yeah, so you went to the kitchen, and what happened?
1: Because as soon as I stopped sitting on the bed and I just sat on the floor or like a normal human being, they were like cricket so we went down to the kitchen because i was like i'm hungry and olive garden is in the refrigerator plus i had to pee oh what janelle and i went down there went to the bathroom had a snack and i was like i like the kitchen and we haven't done any investigating down here and this paper plate or like styrofoam plate that they wrote on and it says if the sink stops working ask jacob kindly to turn it back on and Mm, honestly i don't think the sink haunted i think it's just the plumbing isn't correct or it needs fine-tuned but uh a builder of the house named jacob i was like well if jacob's supposed to be down here let's talk to him we had a good solid 20 minute conversation using the flashlights um with jacob it was a good time
2: yeah but it was still different because it was like you had to take your time to have them respond because there wasn't a lot of energy for him to do things (laughs)
1: Yeah, and the first floor of the house was definitely warmer than the upper floors. Ah, makes sense.
2: Mhm. So and Janelle thing- thought that
1: I don't know if it was you or Janelle, but she thought one of you said something about like the electricity from the appliances too. Mm. Might have yeah, helped, but it was a good conversation with a normal soul. We were talking about architecture and arched doorways and why people
2: don't do them anymore. <laughs> yeah, cuz it takes too much time and effort. So Because we weren't getting a lot of activity, Liv kept saying, we just have to be patient. We have to wait until 12 a.m. because that's when the the real spoopy stuff happens. So we wait until 12 a.m. and nothing really changes. So we started doing weird things, dumb things. Not dumb things, but dumb things. Like, I don't know, dumb is subjective in this case. But we decided that we are going to have someone go down into the basement and do the SS method, and then we would be upstairs asking the questions. So hopefully, because I haven't ended that video yet, we can sync that up and things may make sense. But as of right now, we don't know if anything makes sense. We're going to tell you from our perspective until we are able to edit the video and figure out all that stuff. But the first time we did it, we had Liv go down into the basement and she refused to do it by herself. So we had Russell go down there with her, and Janelle and I were upstairs asking the questions. And what did they tell you, Liv? <laughs> um, well, I'm a scaredy cat. Well, yeah, that's why we had the- her go down there, because we were like, if you're scared, maybe you'll give something energy to talk to. <laughs> yeah,
1: because at this point, we were starting to realize that the human souls don't really have the energy to talk, and it's just whatever you yourself manifest is what talks to you. I don't like women, and I was sitting next to the scary place where the weird woman was sitting on the chair. Russell's like, you should just sit on that chair. And I was like, ain't no way in hell. Freezing over, I'm sitting on that chair. Are
2: He's you kidding me? probably crickets in it.
1: Oh, God. The- okay, one second. We need to segu off of this. There are some- We figured out called- what a camel cricket is.
2: Is that what they said? <laughs> yes, and it's horrifying. They're massive we, d- we found this out during our live stream on Patreon, and um, Katie informed us that they don't make sound, but they can freaking leap out of this like stratosphere, and they're massive. They're like the size of your thumb. It's like yeah. if a
1: Twix bar was going to launch itself at your head, but it has a thorax.
2: Yeah. It is really gross. Absolute
1: it wasn't like anything we've
2: fuel. ever seen before. No. <laughs> so, that was probably what was in there. It wasn't haunted. It was just filled with those weird crickets that were in the basement. A lot of crickets. Not okay. So, anyways, I'm a scaredy cat, and the
1: dark thing in the basement was using religious stuff and the perception of an old white egg to make me nervous. While I closed my eyes and did the SS method, a couple times I had to open
2: my eyes, and I realized I that did when not I close did, my eyes.
1: I closed my eyes, and I realized that when I opened my eyes, things stopped getting horrible.
2: When you opened your eyes, things stopped getting horrible.
1: Yeah, because it was not able to use my mental eye to scare me so much, you know, because I was grounded in reality, not physicality. So it kept using like religious things to scare me because I'm scared of organized religion.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's also Uh, interesting because you were saying there's a lot of like religious things that are there, like the rosary above the door. So it's interesting mm-hmm. that the dark thing downstairs was also using religion, not just associated to you, but the people that own the place because they put religious objects out.
1: Yeah. So, so it was like I don't know. Emma will be able to see me being really scared when she <laughs> edits the video. Can't wait. That was that was the most of me trying to calm my nerves, like more than when we were at the opera house. What was this so scary. thing was like? It was like three inches from my face, whereas when we were at the opera house, I was able to send my energy out, and I could keep those things at least eight to ten feet away from me, but this thing was like in my face, moving its face next to mine, taunting me, and I could well, feel it. the
2: things in the opera house weren't that bad, which doesn't help well, you, was... but it also explains it to you. <laughs> well, it, it's very scary to me, so that's what my
1: scaredness was manifesting. But what were you seeing? This big, white, scary mask next to my face. And I oh, was I thought it hearing... he was like a
2: weird, banshee-looking, white woman thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a scary, decrepit, old lady that was all white. Everything was white. And I was trying to blur it out to make it more look more
2: like a blob, almost. Hmm. So... But you were saying, like, prayer and Holy Ghost, which was interesting. So, the second time that we did it, because Liv and Russell came back upstairs, and... I was like, well, we got to make it actually, like, scary or something. So I was like, you know what, Janelle? I'm going to go down there by myself and do the S's method. And nothing really interesting happened other than me pooping my pants for a second. But when I was going down there, Liv was like, did you just scream? Because I just heard, like, screaming. And I was like, no, I'm just getting the nerve to go downstairs. So... (laughs) Yeah, I thought that you weird. said something really loud. Nope, that wasn't me. Weird. So I go downstairs. It sounded just like you. It wasn't me. Okay. <laughs> <It's wrongness. laughs> I promise. As long as it's not saying my baby. Standing there, getting the nerve to go downstairs, and I go, and you told me that I was screaming. So. Yeah, no, not like
1: scream screaming, but I thought you yelled like, can you guys help me? Literally no. thought you said that and just like raised your voice so that we could hear you because you went down to the first floor and we were on the second. That's so why I was like, Do you need help? Are you okay? Because I literally heard you say, Can you guys come help me?
2: Wasn't me. <laughs> Don't like it. <laughs> so I went down into the basement and I'm Claire audience. So the way that I protect my energy is through sound. So you can hear me in the video saying la because I was emitting a frequency and it was easier to make an audible sound with my voice to make myself feel better. So I do the SS method downstairs and I don't see anything scary, but I also wasn't about to close my eyes and go near the weird portal thing where Liv was sitting while being downstairs alone. But, uh, I was down there for like 15 to 20 minutes. I'm not sure if things like make any sense because I'm not sure what they were asking me, but I did say midnight multiple times and it may be associated to me because like Liv just got finished saying all of the weird things are gonna happen after midnight. And then I stopped and started getting scared when something in the spirit box said, I'm over there in the corner. (laughs) So I picked up my stuff and I went back upstairs. You're like, I'm no longer in this corner. Bye. (laughs) Like you are in that corner. (laughs) Can you stop being in the corner? (laughs) Absolutely terrifying. I went down there with Edwin. Edwin, I talk about before we even went on the investigation because we know nothing when we go to these investigations. I know things after I go on the tour. But before the tour, before we got there, I was telling Liv about this man that I perceive to be a protector type of spirit, and he has this, like, heavier energy. And if you guys have watched our reaction video to the Conjuring House and Sam and Colby, they go down into the basement, and then there's this man down there because the, like, light beings couldn't go down into the basement. There was this man that was, like, deep-seated grounded, but he had this low vibrational energy that he used to push all of the other dark skittery things away from sam and colby when they went down there alone so way
1: he said the snake
2: i was perceiving a man with a similar sort of energy which was like this dark red or brown sort of color because synesthesia frequencies that's me but this man that I was perceiving ended up being Edwin, which is interesting because the people that own the place are like, if you do anything in the seance room, make sure to leave a seat for Edwin because Edwin was the one that did all the seances, but he is the one that feels the most grounded and seated in the house itself. So when I was going down there by myself, I was like, "Oh, Edwin, can you come down here with me and make sure that nothing touches me? Thanks. So he stood down there with me uh, That's a nice story. I thought you are not scared of anything. When did I say that? Every day of my life. Mm, I don't think so. You're like, I'm the big bad Emily. I'll fight you and your friends. No, Whipping my bones around does not mean that I'm not scared, which is why I tell you what brave means. Brave means that you aren't not necessarily scared, but that you do things scared. Doesn't matter. Mm. So... I don't think I'd tell you that I'm not scared. I'm just going to do it anyways. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) So the house is super interesting because like we keep saying, it doesn't have a lot of energy. And one of the things that the tour guide explained to us, which I have mentioned, is the house, it's like it has a personality. So whoever comes into it, it basically becomes more active, becomes less active, that type of thing. And because there's a lot of different portals, There are a lot of different souls that are associated to the place that may or may not be like a part of the family, that type of thing. So it has been said that people see Native Americans that are there and Liv said that that was associated to the dream catcher that was on the like light upstairs in Lade's room.
1: Oh, yeah. There's like a, a Native American man in the dream catcher that's up there. Because I'm like, this is a weird spot to have a dream catcher. Because when I walked in the room, there's this large man who was Native American. And I'm like, you're not associated with this place. And then he showed me the dream catcher. And I was like, oh,
2: okay. It was interesting that you said that They he literally mentioned people seeing Native Americans. And they just presume that it comes from all of the portals that are there.
1: Yeah, no. He's so. like specifically associated with that weird dream catcher.
2: Yeah the house I kept saying throughout the video is kind of like choose your adventure so if you ever saw that horror film what's it called the cabin in the woods in this mm-hmm. movie cuz we're spoiling all the movies for you in this this uh episode in the cabin in the woods it's basically like choose your adventure horror film edition so if you want to have a slasher film happen in the cabin in the woods you like bee-boo-bop, boo-boo-bop, all of the buttons, and you get a slasher film. If you want, like, vampires, there's a button for vampires. Or if you want, like, Jaws, there's a button for Jaws. So they kept showing me that the house was, like, a jigsaw puzzle, and it, like, would, not a jigsaw puzzle, what are those things called? A Rubik's Cube. Sorry, Rubik's Cube. They kept showing me that the house was like a Rubik's Cube. So when the house was in a certain rotation, the energy in the house moves differently, which allows for more activity in regards to who is in the house. So like Liv said earlier, it's like an echo chamber. So the people that are afraid of the things and know about the things that are haunting this location, a lot of times they are the reason why they get a lot of activity Because the house doesn't have a lot of activity. So if the house doesn't have activity, how are entities able to communicate with us, touch our equipment, that type of thing? They need energy in order to do that. So the place in which they get energy is from the people that are scared. So this is one of the things that we've figured out while being here is the things that people talk about being haunted and being scary are like manifestations of people's fear and we talk about that a lot in our like previous podcast but it's almost like they go into this house and they're like little dark things that kind of light up and use their scared energy because again no energy in the house in order to create activity within the house but the reason why these entities are here is because people already have these like negative associations to different things within the house so it's very like poltergeisty, if you will. Mm-hmm. Got anything else to say about that? <laughs> because
1: there was so little like normal activity in the house, we ended mm-hmm. up talking to Aunt Lil too.
2: Aunt Lil is my great aunt. And if you don't know about her, because I don't know that we've ever talked about her on our podcast. Really? I Yeah. <laughs> so one of the first times that Liv read me as a psychic medium was when we were building a chinchilla cage and she's like, who makes really good potato salad? And I was like, you are asking the wrong person, my dude. However, we figured out that she's talking to one of my great aunts, whose name is Aunt Lil. And Aunt Lil, because I have a huge Italian family, was kind of like the mouthpiece for the rest of my family members because it's hard to like switch from person, from person, from person. So she would just answer questions instead of, like, having a new soul come in and out. Makes it kind of easier for us as psychic mediums. So we always refer back to her as the mouthpiece of my entire family. (laughs) Yeah, she's a good one. But we talk to her because we're like, well, if y'all don't want to talk to us, we'll we'll talk to the people around me. (laughs) She had a really good time with the flashlight. She was like,
1: wait, I gotta do it. Oh, and then she talks about how the flashlight with a was a breast cancer awareness flashlight
2: yeah because we we did a reaction video because we did a reaction video um because i was worried that we weren't gonna have content so i was like oh no this is not going well um so we did a reaction video sam and colby and they were we put all of our equipment in between us during the reaction video which is cool i didn't expect it to work but it did and they kept like validating different things within the like video that we were talking about and the flashlight would go on and off that was the only thing that like they were able to interact with but every time they did like i said before it got colder Mm -hmm. we turned up the heat during the reaction video so that they could interact with the flashlight
1: and that was cool because different souls kept coming up behind the couch to tap the flashlight depending on what section of the video we were watching
2: yeah it was really cool Cause I was not expecting things to happen because like I said, we didn't have a lot of activity <laughs> like at all, literally at all. The most activity that we had was during that reaction video. Mm-hmm. So, and it was because we came in and we weren't scared of the things. A lot of us didn't even know what was in the house. <laughs> Hence me and Liv. <laughs> <laughs> walking around. Hello, little girl in the room. Yeah, but I also talk about, like, before we went there, I was seeing this, like, cloud, this dark cloud, and it was confusing because usually when I see dark entities, they have a solidness to them. And I was explaining how there was this dark cloud, and these weird hallucination-type things happen at this place, so it, like, uses your fears to manifest things, similar to, like, how the Conjuring House does it, and it's interesting because that kind of fits, but at the point in which I was explaining it, I did not understand that. (laughs) I was like, I don't understand why I'm seeing this cloud. Obviously, it has to be associated to, like, Bel Air House, but at the same time, like, I don't understand why we didn't have activities associated to this cloud thing, because they were explaining that it was, like, Courage the Cowardly Dog that House, where all those weird paranormal things happen makes Mm -hmm. sense because it was from a perspective of a dog. Sorry. (laughs) Ah, that's funny. Because the humans around him, Mariel, she has no idea what's going on. Yeah, that's true. So it was a manifestation of Courage the Cowardly Dog's fear that created the things around them. So it makes sense, but also I had no idea what I was talking about.
1: (laughs) That's good. (laughs) So if you guys like content like this... If you could like, share, subscribe, download, whatever it is you do with podcasts, that'd be great. Also, thank you to our patrons, because without you, this would not be possible. And once we get to 400 patrons, we're going to stop saying your names. But for right now, I'm going to insert all your names, all three and a half minutes of you, lovely human beings. I hope you enjoy my horrible mispronunciation of your names on accident.
0: Swimsuit. Check. Sunscreen. Check. Phone charger. Check. Check.
1: Katie, Melissa, Twilena, Maddie, Ray, Kelsey, Sierra, Shade Comet, Michelle, Taylor, Charlene, Emma, Michelle, Hannah, Shelly, Ray, Putita, Jeanette, Shanisha, Casey, Amanda, Simon, Jonathan, Buzzy B, Jessica, Megan, Stephanie, Cynthia, Erin, Jaleesa, Melbendel, Caroline, Cynthia, Stuart, Taylor, Alexis, be Russell Sprout, Amy, Noel, EC, Francesca, Moonlight, Jessica, Jada, Felicia, Destiny, Amy, P. Mandarin, Ziggy, Living Susie, Noel, Jocelyn, Liana, Kate, Leah, Nancy, Chloe, Astral Heart, Jen B, Cindy, Joanna, Lily, Anthony, Elizani, Trinity, Kara, Kimberly, Delilah, Judy, Hazuki, Byron, Ilse, Chloe, Lena, Rob, Jennifer, Metric, Nancy, Christine, Astral Walker, JT, Savannah, Ellie, JD, Sarah, Todd, Erica, the wildflower child, Mia, Isabel, Jeremy's random life, Alex, Amanda, Azale, Bethan, Maria, Haley, Idhara, Faith, Alex, Caitlin, Sasuke, Magician, Lori, Mercedes, Christine, Terry, Christina, Skye, Marie, Sheba, Elise, Stephanie, Jay, Kiana, Tiger Lily, Chloe, Natalia, Michelle, Joshua, Miranda, Veronica, Parker, Jennifer, Brian, Lauren, Shun, Talia, Brianna, Salvador, Hannah, Alexis, Aquarius, Natasha, Izzy, Kat, Sydney, Kate, Ashley, Sharon, Melissa, Raggle Maggie, Tuesday, Sarah, Cole, Mama Llama, Danielle, Susie, Lisa, Charlotte, Allie, leslie danielle jason kyla practical sapphic samantha janice angelina titus emily justine kathy ashley veronica gibby tmq 927 alexi petra Sinji, liam jay pamela lucas the spider fanatic jasmine emily keely Lacey, jinter lanita kara sandrine Kiera, Jennifer, Rena, Samantha, Clarissa, Brittany, Miss Alice, Nelson, Sarah, Ashley, Sarah, Angie, Julie, Synth, Hannah, Ryan, Amy, Tasha, V, JCLO, Leslie, Shelley, Donnelly, Jasmine, Julie, Brittany, Paige, Marin, Christina, Christopher, Connor, Alicia, Vanna, Amber, Sitley, Courtney, Rita, Abril, Aki, Sergio, Asteria, Brandy, Gaymeyer, Brooke, Lee, Ashley, Dallas, Sarah, Elisa, Gannon, Veronica, Chris, Emily, Meredith, Lindsay, Beth, Ashley, Annalee, Tara, Brandy, Marcy, Rosora, Megan, Faith, Jessica, Yasmin, Glow, Amba, Brooke, Ellie, Flavende, Leanne, Ocarona, Liliana, Anya, Abby, Sarah, April, Cassie, Joanne, Helen, Natalie, Alec, Sarah, Amanda, Tuna, Izzy, Alexa, Gotkatsi, Sophia, Bria, Katie, Bees, Brittany, Kendall, Shandy, Riley, Riker, Jay, Lacretia, Kristen, Kima, Samantha, Erica, Ian, Vanessa, McKenna, Shannon, Cindy, Mev, Trinity, Cass, Violet, Peyton, Mac, Jenny, laurel bradley sandy Nas, sherry katie charles flo abby and malake if you could leave us a dad joke on an apple podcast review that would be great but you guys are only leaving excellent reviews but no dad jokes so em's gonna find a dad joke on the internet for you because she's really good at
2: it and read it to you because it's fun okay you ready why do seagulls fly over the ocean they want to see all of it because if they flew over the bay, we'd call them bagels.
1: But I'm. Wow.
2: <laughs> we don't have the the soundboard, so I have to be the soundboard. I like
1: bagels. You like bagels with normal cream cheese, cinnamon cream cheese, or with
2: butter? Well, I've never had cinnamon cream cheese, so. You like cinnamon? I like cinnamon sugar. You like cinnamon sugar and cream cheese? I don't know. I don't know if I like them together. Autistic. <laughs> Mm. maybe i'll make it for you and it'll be delicious my mom used to make me toast where she would put butter and cinnamon sugar on it and i just thought everybody ate toast like that have you eaten toast too. like that you yeah. did too maybe it was a mm-hmm. generational thing no one talks about it i thought it was I thought a poor was- kid thing
1: because no one else talked about it when i talked about it
2: i thought it was a fever dream something my brain <laughs> made up that wasn't actually real
1: <laughs> purple yeah, no. aura
2: energy and i oh, sugar toast really? is a jam not actual jam yeah no jam butter and cinnamon sugar (laughs) awesome well here you go the bel-air house are you spoop where should we go next let us know somewhere anywhere please help us we are your meta sa kicks punching sound wow theme song I'm gonna sing this theme song for us I don't know how to I what? may be clairaudient but I can't remember Melanise for the life of me